Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of The Copy Corner. We are your host, Terry Schilling. And Dan Arzulo. This is our corner of the internet where we like to share copywriting, content writing, and marketing tips to all the freelancers, writers, creative business owners out there looking to improve their writing skills so they can start selling more stuff to people, helping people. That's what we like to do here at The Copy Corner. And today, we're really determining you know, how to define your ideal customer, Dan, and then really like how to attract them to you, right? So like you hear a lot of like, write down everything, like find out who they are, where they hang out, right? And this is important. It's important to know those things. But then like we get some feedback and it's just like, but how do we break this down into actionable steps? Like, how do I get them to me? Like, what do I take next once I know who I want to sell to? And that's what we wanna break down, you know, today. Break it down like three steps, three ways to help you, you know, define your customer and help attract them to your services, Dan. Um, you know, Dan, I'll let you go ahead and start for today's topic. Yeah, sure, Terry. Yeah, so like I think- I've given you privilege. I'll let you start. Like, so nice of me, right? Jesus. <laughs> right, man, I'm, I'm like honored, a jerk dude. right there. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thanks Sorry so much that. for giving me a shot on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, <man>. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, no, so I think, you know, to the first piece of the puzzle, like you just touched on, right, is, well, you got to figure out, okay, well, who's the target persona, right? Who's the target clients first before we can attract and do all these other things? You have to have a really mm -hmm. clear picture of, who you're speaking to. Right. Um, yeah. so I think, you know, um, and I'll use the example as I walk through this process of the freelance writer, right. Cause that's, that's our background. That's who a lot of the, um, listeners are. So it'll be easy to relate to and it'll be good example. Um, yeah. but so I kind of break it down into four steps, um, four kind of basic steps first that kind of help determine the rest of the process. So the first thing for me is, okay, what's the industry, of the ideal target customer who you want to work with, right? If you're a freelance yeah. writer, you know, what kind of businesses fire you up and get you excited? Do you love working in the health and wellness space? Do you have a passion for software? Like, what is it, right? Once you can kind of decide on that, right? And it doesn't necessarily have to be just one. You can pick a few, but pick your industry. What industry um, is your target customer avatar in? What are they working in? Um, and yeah. then once you have that, right, real simple, real simple filter from there, you can say, okay, well, what size company do I want to work with? Do I want to work with big enterprise clients that have, you know, 500 to 5,000 employees, or do I want to work yeah. with, um, smaller passionate brands that are between, you know, one and 10 employees, right? Because, um, that's a big difference. Once you can really dial in the size of the company, um, it helps you understand, okay, well now who do I need to go after as my main point of contact yeah. to, to work with, right? So um, once you know the company size, you need to think, okay, who um, is responsible in this case for contracting and partnering and hiring with freelance writers? If it's, you know, a company between 500 and, you know, a thousand employees or whatever, right? It's probably not going to be the marketing director because they have several layers of management and tiers of operations. So it might yeah. be the content marketing manager, right? Whereas yeah. if you're working with a company that's a lot smaller, that has 10 or less employees, it probably is the marketing director, right? So you can kind of see once you determine company size as that second like filter down criteria, you can, it's a lot easier to figure out, okay, who do I need to actually reach out to and get in touch with here um, to see if we can work together, right? So yeah. um, those are kind of my top three filters that you need to go through. And then after that, you know, this one's kind of optional, right? Geography would be number four. Is it somebody that's mm -hmm. local in your state or your country, right? Maybe you provide a service that's location dependent. If that's the case, then that matters, right? Um, yeah. But I think kind of those four filters 
if you can dial those in, then it makes it a hell of a lot easier to go on to those next steps of, okay, now we can identify pain points and needs and figure out where we fit into the equation because you yeah, can yeah. study that breakdown, right? And you can, yeah. you know what to talk to them about once you've identified those filters. Yeah, absolutely. And that gets into like the next big step here is like determining, you know, those pain points, like what problems come up. Um, you know, and I like how you mentioned it, you know, especially like for content writers, if you're looking to write more long form content, um, you know, determining the industry size and then finding out like who to talk to, you know, the content marketing manager, that's super important. And I know with a lot of freelance writers, maybe you want to work with more, you know, maybe nonprofits or just entrepreneurs, right? Help them with like their course, their courses with their email copywriting, things like that. Like you want to work with like female entrepreneurs, like great, right? Like determine who that is, but then like, okay, now how do I figure out? I want to, I know who I want to help, like, but what problems can I like come up? And what I like to do is like just do an exercise of like what, think about what their day is like. So like follow them on Instagram too, because then you can really get behind the scenes access. You know, <laughs> right. I think that's just so important. I mean, the social media, it gives you that Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, see what they're talking about. Right. And so, a lot of times they'll just tell you like their problems or what's working, like what they're working on. And so then you can just decide, all right, they have this business. What problems come up then for them? Like what's holding them back that I can help them? Like as a copywriter, it's like, okay, they need a sales page. Like I could help them write their sales page. They have all this other stuff going on. Maybe I can help them save some time. I think that's important to write that down uh, and write down those problems. Um, but like one thing that I like to do to help determine the pain points and how, you know, how to know what your ideal clients need from you is to go to job sites or even go on Amazon books. So these are two resources, Amazon books, and then job sites like Upwork indeed, but like Amazon books, you could look up, uh, you know, entrepreneurs, like you could look up marketing books and just read the reviews, then read the reviews and just, you can look for these testimonials and reviews of like the before and after it's like, Oh, I was struggling to achieve this. And this book helped me get a clear picture of blank. Mm -hmm. Right. And you can write down those, like highlight those points um, in book reviews and then go to sites like Indeed or Upwork and find out, like look up job descriptions, like, oh, looking for a copywriter to help write my website. And then look and see if there's some detailed descriptions there where you can see like what they need. It's like, oh, I need I need to help, you know, turn these scrollers into customers on my website. Right. Like find this like fun, maybe conversational language and then use that in your marketing. Like if these are the people you want to work with, okay, now you can start creating content by using this, right? Like how to like five tips to help turn your website scrollers into customers, right? Boom. You have some content pieces right there, but you can also put that on your website, uh, you know, in your, like determining like your bio of your LinkedIn too. just use that language, you know, when you're talking about your services, because then that will attract these ideal customers to you. Like you're talking about the problems that you can solve. And I think those like sources there, I think a lot of people kind of overlook them, but like they're telling you what they need. Like, I need help doing this. Like we need to achieve this step, this step, this step, you know, that's great. It's just like what we say on a sales call. It's like, listen to their pain points, ask them questions. Like, Oh, why did you come to me? Like, why are you looking or why now are you looking for a writer? And then they just let them talk and be like, Oh, I need to solve this. And then just repeat back to them. Like, and then how you can help them. And you can find this online. And I think when you determine your ideal customer, right, like what's next, how do I know, you know, what they need from me and how can I communicate my value? It is, it's all right there on the internet that you can find it and then use that <laughs> language in your marketing. Yeah, no, that's great, Terry. I like that a lot. Yeah. 
Uh, we did get a question here on LinkedIn uh, from Kushi Pandey. What do you think, Terry? Is it important to have a niche? Um, I think we touched on this a little bit here, Dan, but I say it's, I think it's definitely important to have a niche. I think if you really find your lane and you want to work with, I think you can create a lot of content around that and become, you know, you know, really like a authority in the brand. Like you can build brand authority for that niche. What do you think? Yeah, no, same thing, Terry. I think too, one of the biggest important pieces of having a niche is it gives you guidance, right? It gives you an outline of how you need to approach all your marketing. If you're just going broad to everybody, you don't know who to reach out to or how, right? But if you know that, okay, I'm working with, you know, Bill and electronics, you know, then all right, well, we know we need to create content around those topics and reach out to similar people. So it gives you a framework or a roadmap of how to kind of gear those, all of your marketing efforts to get those clients. Yeah, no, absolutely. I and mean, it helps with SEO too. And just like maybe with LinkedIn and your bio, people looking for like, I need an e-commerce product descriptions writer. It's like, if that's really what you focus on, you know, do that, you know, you can charge more for it. Right. And like, that's your niche. So I think it's right. definitely important to look into that. Um, but I think when you're starting just, especially if you don't have a lot of work on your portfolio, it's like take a lot of work that comes to you and that's a good fit for you. And then just, you know, narrow down what you enjoy and narrow your niche from there. I think that's like one good way to go about it instead of just trying to go all in, you know, right away when you don't have any, you know, background or portfolio to back up like, Hey, I work in X, Y, Z industry. Right. No, I agree. Absolutely. Yeah. Well guys, that's, all we got for today's episode. Thanks for the question here on LinkedIn. Like we do these, we do the copy corner live on LinkedIn and YouTube. And then obviously we got the podcast for a lot of you guys listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, but hope you guys like today's topic of how to define your ideal customer and attract them to you. Uh, Dan, anything else before we go? No, nah, that's it. See you next week. Yeah. All right, everybody. Take care.